Point B Weekly, episode 212. So, no staring at Bob this week. This is, this is episode 212? 212. How are we? 21. That's, that's 121. What did I say? 212? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh my god, we've been doing this yeah, too long with the draw. How much not <laughs> do I have right now in my body? Math with Bob. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you literally just said one, two, one. <laughs> Waiting for the clip where I'm like, Ella Fisher, we gotta have another family meeting and just post. Start crying. Uh-huh. It'll happen. It's so funny. And your Boston really comes out when you... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should hear me read uh, Goodnight Moon. I'm like, goodnight, bears. Goodnight, chairs. <laughs> All right, to date this podcast, I just got the new operating system for my Apple Watch, and they added this feature, which I thought was kind of cool, where you can just scribble on the screen. Because sometimes someone will send something to you, you'll be in a meeting, you want to send, like, a check mark or something just back, or, like, a smiley face. So now you can do that, but it's intermixed with this feature, apparently, where if you squeeze the screen, it sends a firebolt. If you, you know, tap the screen and then squeeze it, it sends, a, like a like, a smooch. If you squeeze it and then swipe down, it sends, like, a broken heart. So I'm trying to get this thing to work, but I have this random feeling I'm going to be, like, sending my boss hugs and kisses. But anywho, uh, just also a reference to uh, the live chat, even though it's only April. April, we're having some technical issues. Uh, no no webcam this week. It's just going to be pretty much a blank screen. It just says, Point of View Weekly Live! Mm-hmm. Or actually, I clarify, Point of View, sorry, Poofo Place presents Point of View Weekly Live. Episode 121, or as I secretly like to call, episode 212. <laughs> just got a message from Scott. He has just left work. He will be about 20 minutes or so, and then he will join us. So he said, go ahead. All right. Uh, it's going to happen that way. <laughs> so in that case, shall we start the show? I believe we sure. shall. Let's do that. And with that, let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bogo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, my way, I can't cover. I, I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and right, burning dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob I'm so there? sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry that was season two A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmeal. Wake up and smell the oatmeal. Oh, smell the oatmeal. 
Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Live, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was pretty darn cute, but it was... Jen, what are you doing? I had a splinter in my face and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we... Oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. That's gonna be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says, nope, sorry, Bob. Damn, Ray, thought you'd have my back. Doesn't even have the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fracking cold, dear. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down. Oh, He's slowing down. We have everyone watching it at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file. This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality. It's like one tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, my can own. see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. The McGorgasm? That's hilarious. It's harder to say than mayor. That's wicked funny. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get working on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E-J. Bob is a boot man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. Wake up and smell someone typing into their keyboard, Poopoinians. This is Point of View Weekly. The morning show, yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfit Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and we are here at the Table of Awesome in the Poopoinian Studios with the closest of my friends. I can't remember the introduction, <laughs> but I do remember Ryan, my BFF, Ryan. How's it going? I'm your Biffle, and I'm the one who's typing into my keyboard. And the funny thing about when I typed is Danielle gave me this look of just like, you know, we in the editing department really find that annoying because that takes a long time to, to take that noise out. So we'd appreciate if you wouldn't type while the show was going on. That was the <laughs> warning. <laughs> Introduction, man. Seriously. Speaking of Danielle, it's the only woman on the planet who'd ever stand being married to Ryan. Is Danielle? Danielle, how are we doing today? Um, uh, pretty good, Bob. I gave I gave Ryan that look because you know, not like ten minutes ago, it was like, um, dear, you can't put the baby monitor there. That it's all we will hear through this microphone. She had the baby monitor. Nightmare. She had the baby monitor literally on the other side of the, of the of the room on the other side of the kitchen here, and we have the sound machine in Ella's room. So it's a giant fan aimed right at the big blue microphone. I'm like, she's like, they won't hear that. I'm like, that's what you said that day. You were putting the dishes away and you were banging all the pots. Says the typer. I typed for two minutes. <laughs> How have you been married to me for seven years? I don't know. Why are we still here? Oh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead. Corpus divorce. <laughs> Live on Point of View Weekly, the crumbling. 
family meeting. In episode 212, we got some time left. our next introduction, which is none other than our ever-lovely producer, Sue. Sue, how are you? I'm good. I went back the week two weeks ago, and I haven't quite recovered from that. But other than that, I'm okay. This work thing's a pain. Work surprising me. This is true. I wish I didn't work as well. Well, I don't know. This week I have 45 hours, so I digress. But anyway. So, yeah, that was my job. Okay, I'm done. Ryan, take it away. Canada's not here tonight. We're waiting for Scott. He'll be here in about 20 minutes. Well, you can tell that, like, because, you know, we've had some weeks off and we've just been kind of getting ourselves together and we're now back to podcasting. Everyone's like, what's the topic for episode 212? And we're all like, by the time we just all say hi to each other and hug and just, like, remember where the record button is, it'll be time to go home at the end of the episode. So I think we're fine. I think I have indirectly named episode 121, and that is... Episode 212? Episode is 200. No, not, not necessarily. No, it's literally episode 2-1-2, because if you, otherwise it just doesn't make sense. I just had an ad pop up on my screen, and it just scared the crap out of Danielle. How did they not hear that? Because it's something... I with heard the, it. Well, because it was loud, and it was coming through. But you didn't hear it, like, Super very loud. loudly. I didn't hear anything. See, Bob didn't, Bob didn't hear a thing. But I did hear your typing, so. Oh, that's good. That, I'm glad that that got picked up. What the hell was I just... Oh, didn't we on, on Perfect Weekly, we missed a number. We had, like, no episode 12 because we had two episode 8s. Does that sound right? Uh, it, yeah, something like that. We, it was the lost episode. Yeah, we had episode 8, and episode 8 didn't work, so we had episode 8.5, and then we're like, that's, we just screwed up the entire numbering system of the podcast, so we skipped 12. I don't know what we did. We were all over the map. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. Can we believe it's been ten years? It is, yeah. It's pretty um, amazing. Well, it's not technically ten years. Yeah. Well, it's almost yeah, ten not, years. Not until January. It's like, but Bob, I have to tell you something. Uh, I had the I had my iPod on shuffle, and I'm be bopping around, and and I get a, a spellcast bloopers, and I'm like, oh, fun spellcast! How cool is that? I missed it, and then I got a full episode. I didn't even know I had full episodes on my iPod anymore. <laughs> But it's like the last surviving full episodes of Spellcast. The last mm-hmm. surviving full episodes of Spellcast. You still have them, right? They're in a vault somewhere? We still have, I do the, have them. Yeah. Okay. Actually, they're not on the internet currently, I don't believe. Just my new just... iPod died, and this is my old iPod, so it's got things archived on it that I didn't know about. Gosh, that makes sense. We're going to have a lot of fun on this during 2017, because it's going to be like the 10th anniversary of the first Pulpo episode, the 10th anniversary of Jen finding a tarantula in her lamp. <laughs> the tenth anniversary of that whale getting chopped in half. Remember that? Like, just, what? You don't remember that? I really, I really hope. Like, How do you not remember that? The whale getting chopped in half. Okay, remember after the? I'll be right with you, Bob. Remember after the end? Do you remember after <laughs> yeah. the end? Okay, remember the? Remember Harry was flying in circles, stopping yeah. the Dementors. Okay, do you remember at some point there was like a shield? That they put kind up to trap yeah. the Dementors. Mm-hmm. Well, Jem was concerned the shield would cut through the water uh, and cut all the fish okay. in half. Okay. All right. You good. Something only Jen would probably think of. All right. Well, that was 10 years ago, so we're coming up on the anniversary, so we're very excited. Bob, back to you. I, I just want to say uh, two things. First off, I'll go with my originally thought I was going to say was that I think maybe a reoccurring segment here on Point of View Weekly should be a This Day in Poofwa History. <laughs> go back to an old episode of Point of View. Uh, I'm sorry. Perfect Weekly. First one. 10 years ago and see, you know, what happened. Or I guess we could pick other, you know, or at least years Stuff. Well, this is one of my favorite things to do, and I'm going to do it now, so if you hear typing, I'm doing this in the name of duty here. So I'm going back to Barfig Weekly, and I'm going, I'm just going to do this, you guys can talk in the background. So I'm going to, to the first uh, episode, 
Um, so this is the first post I made on Perfect Weekly. So after episode one comes the post for episode two. Episode after that one um, comes one saying episode three delayed because when they didn't come out exactly one week later, I put up a notice. Gave that up real fast. Yeah. Did, did you Did you guys hear him say we could talk while he did this? Yeah. I, I I don't know how this is possible when he doesn't stop talking. Explain, I'm doing, so keep going. I'm on four. Yeah. Like, you guys can keep talking. And then he no good. Without even skipping to keep talking to his mom. I'm just explaining. I'm doing. Just keep going. I'm already. I'm, oh my god. I'm up to six, seven. Keep going ahead. I'm just gonna keep going ahead and so see what I find. Episode thirteen, the Blue Moon episode. Love that one. That's the same one with the whale. The car chopped. I don't know what we're going to do on it. I was looking. We're already reminiscing about 10 years. What are we going to do on the 10-year episode, I mean, 10-year anniversary episode? we got to keep that, that reminiscing goodness yeah, going. Yeah, these are from May, so we've got a ways to go. Yeah. Well, it's, well, speaking of ways to go, it's been a ways since we've last podcasted. What has everyone been up to? Been, been up to? I went back mm. to work. Oh. <laughs> I got to see some of my kids today, though. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. My All of my returning kids came back for meet and greet and paperwork today. And so I got to see how much they grew. Mm-hmm. But I, I did have a, a bad teacher moment a week or so ago. Uh, it was taco night. The boys were coming for dinner, and I had already been to the store to get stuff. And Ma, I came home, and Mom's like, did you get me beer? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that wasn't on my list. And she's like, I can't have tacos without beer. Like, okay, I'll just run down to the little store at the bottom of the hill and I'll get you some beer. So I was there and I picked up beer and I thought, well, I'm going to pick up some mics. So here I come out of the grocery store with a six pack of beer in one hand and a six pack of mic in the other hand. And there's my kids. Hi. Oh, it's okay. not drinking beer. No. <laughs> kids at that age. And if you, if you they taught, no you know, like junior hires, that would make that would be a little. Well, you're at the age where you're supposed to live at the school because teachers don't have lives of their own. They just right. exist in the classroom. Yeah, that was, that was. I just have to point out seven years ago, I'm sorry, nine and a half years ago, I named episode seven. The episode, it's episode seven. And the episode title is In Which We Discuss the Need for Harry Ginny Viagra Commercials and Butt Sex. That's the name of episode seven. What the hell was I thinking back at the time? Oh, Ryan. The other half of the episode title is Ryan is MIA, so I wasn't present for that. I now instantly regret hosting uh, the Poople Place stream on my personal (laughs) stream right now. As if any of my if any of my Dark Crest viewers are watching, Dark Crest, we now get to hear about uh, Viagra and Harry Jimmy. (laughs) Surprisingly enough, that's actually a PG I guess you, there is a like a mature audience's only option for Twitch. I've never turned it on. I probably should actually, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, uh, well, we're usually pretty good for the most part. But anyway, I just, that's a kind of. I'll, I'll touch on what I've been up to. Uh, I have clearly been um, having the need to be creative, uh, and because we don't clearly podcast enough, uh, yeah, I have picked up a new creative project. Um, I had this conversation briefly uh, with Ryan via text, but uh, it's looking like... At like 4 o'clock in the morning, right? 4 o'clock in the morning. For me, for you, it's like, what, 7 a.m.? Around 6.30, yeah. 6.30. I, I, I started the conversation with Ryan. I have turned in the point of, I'm sorry, I have turned in the Potter Week. <laughs> and he's like, why? I was like, I just finished a three-and-a-half-hour stream playing video games into the wee hours and he's like, and he just starts laughing at me. He's like, we corrupted you. <laughs> I was like, because I remember back, like, the spellcast was like, only an hour, only an hour. And sitting on, sitting in front of a microphone, entertaining people for three and a half hours. 
I still don't get how you guys did it back in the day. Well, you guys were podcasting. I mean, well, not podcasting. We, we probably recorded three hours or more last night on Melinda's story. Oh, my gosh. And I cut it short. We were supposed to do eight chapters, and I cut it at five because we still had three more chapters to go. That's insanity. Oh, I found the thing I was looking for. Midway between two episodes, we have a we have a news broadcast on Pofwa. Please keep Jen in your thoughts. Remember, we used to have one of those like every other week. Yeah, Jen's gonna uh-huh. die this week, folks. Please. Yeah. Then, then, like Lady Chi and I, there's one episode where Lady Chi and I begin it with like a like a PSA about Jen's kittens. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that. We were talking tonight about how Jen um, told us that ladies don't have colons and then mm-hmm. proceeded to tell us that they suspected she had prostate cancer. <laughs> Reverse that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Scratch right, that. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Tim? <laughs> Who knows? I like, I like how Brian interrupts me and then proceeds to say, so what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone but Bob. What would you, Bob, what would you Bob, like to talk about today? say was um being solo and then doing this with you guys is really weird for me because having one on myself and only myself to be the one talking and then like having ryan just like constantly saying things i was gonna say for me you get used to it you just say whatever comes to mind yeah it's like oh wait there's ryan again talking (laughs) 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 no i get i get anyway but yeah so that's been a lot of fun been playing loads of Pokemon, uh, Animal Crossing, The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, uh, and it's going really well, like really well. So I'm pretty stoked about that. So because Spellcast is Spellcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, poor Spellcast. Like, I, I think there's been some conversation on this particular show. We talked about potentially bringing back Spellcast for a a 10-year anniversary, because uh, Spellcast hit its 10-year anniversary back in May. Uh, but I come to find out that everyone's usually excited to come back to a project. They're never really excited about doing work on it. <laughs> to my, to oh, which, yeah. my response to Bob was, even I've edited a Pofwa. Like, recently. I don't remember when, but I have his memory of doing one. Some yeah, people I was Hold on, hold on, Sue, hold on, Sue. <laughs> a second. I was about to say something. Was that I was saying to Ryan... That literally, of all the returning spellcast staff, and then bringing on uh, Scott and Sue, Sue was literally the only person who submitted anything work-wise for suggestions for the show. So it was like, well, you're all excited about the nostalgia, but as a production, this isn't that. Right. So I, I kind of secretly decided to call my mm. So it was. Oh, by the way, Sue, no more spellcast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll delete the file I've been saving for you. No, I'm kidding. Um, the, the fun thing was, it was the, the one that I got was the first one that you did with Aaron and the first, uh, it was the moon one. It was the Luna moon one. I don't remember what it's called. That wasn't the one you sent us. No, but that was the one I just listened to. Oh, remember I said, I, oh, I found just, one randomly okay. on my iPod, mm-hmm. but it was the <coughs> one of me being the barmaid. It was hilarious. Oh yes. I remember seeing the barmaid. Good times. Very good times. But anyway. All right, I need. Uh, I think we need some help figuring out something. Yeah, we've we've made a new determination. Danielle right. and I have so much work to do as parents. We're just going to kind of staff it out during the podcast, <laughs> and we're going to leave what? things up okay. for polls or votes. Well, I'm curious cool. what people think. Yeah. Okay, so Ella's first birthday is coming up next month, which is crazy that it's already been almost a year. But 
Her birthday is on Halloween. And I'm trying to figure out what the three of us should dress up as because I think it should be a family, you know, yes. costume. Perhaps a meeting. So I just don't know what to go with. I'm leaning towards Harry Potter. Um, you know, some sort of What do you think these people are gonna I, say? Well, Bob could say Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, I think you could definitely pull off the Star Wars. That would be pretty cool. Um, I'd love to see. I don't know what the heck Ryan would dress up as. No, really either. I'll be a rock. Well, I was just thinking, you, for could, her- you could be Leia, and I don't know what Ella would be, though. But that's the thing. She, she can't be our love child. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> the, thing, the thing... She would be a cute Ewok, though. <laughs> <laughs> can't she be Yoda? Oh, that would be cute. <laughs> we could just pop Aww. the ears on her. Well, I was even thinking, too, we can't do the trio from Harry Potter, because then who's going to be Ron? Like, it'll have to be Ella. Like, it's like the stupid... You? Okay, so who's Harry? No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No. I, She's not I, a boy. I, yeah. It would work better yeah, for you. I know. Well, well I've seen, like, some people do, like... Ryan? I've seen some people, headache, like, so. where it's, like, Harry as a baby... But then the mother dresses up as Luna Lovegood, and that's like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know. I just want to dress up all together. So just a couple of things. Yes. Uh, April in chat is giving some suggestions. Her first one was Jack and Jill with Ella as a bucket. And then her <laughs> this second is my daughter, Bucket. <laughs> and, uh, thank you for the clarification, April. I, I, I'd hope people would figure that out. But then her next suggestion, if you wanted to go some more Star Wars, you could do uh, Finn, Ray, and have Ella be BB-8. Oh, yeah, that would be cute, too. But you didn't like the new Star Wars movie on Retrospect. Well, I would go, like, classic Star Star Wars. Yeah, but then you're, back, then you're back to us with the incestuous uh, love child there. Or or you could do Luke, Leia, and R2-D2. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll just stick her in a little box and... Gender, gender bent R2-D2. R2-D2. <laughs> I mean, well, really, she just makes weird noises anyway. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> she she does. Does. would kind of work. She does. <laughs> She totally um, does. And she's still in that age where we could dress her like a little boy and no one would know. Mm-hmm, and, she really, and she won't need therapy until next year. <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I think it should be some yeah. sort of fandom that we enjoy. Do we, what other fandoms? We just have too many. We have Doctor what Who. Is, okay. We have Doctor Who. Okay, we have yeah, Star Trek. I have an idea here, but it might require leaving Ella at home because I'm not sure what? what we make her up as. <laughs> you, you go as Leslie Nope. Uh-huh. I go as Ron Swanson. <laughs> okay. But I don't know what the hell to do with Ella. Um... How about the doctor and a companion, and Ella could be the TARDIS? Oh, that'd be cute. Or Dalek. Or Dalek. You can stick a plunge right She has that, Dal- that um, TARDIS dress, but it won't fit her anymore. The yeah. one that Jen sent. Because she eats a lot of food. Yeah. Um, okay, so we can, okay, so let's put Doctor Who. Uh, we'll do, we'll consider Star Wars if we can make it non-incest. And <laughs> um, Harry Potter we're not seeing unless we... Harry Potter would be so cute. Not saying just one of us has to be Harry Potter. It, I'm just saying. Well, here's the thing. What if we draw? If we draw like the thing on our forehead, right. doesn't that mean the two of us have to die in an explosion or a? Car no, crash? what I'm saying is it could just be other Harry Potter characters. That it could just be, be cool. Hogwarts students. If we both died, <laughs> the whole James Lily baby Harry get up. Um, but then we're gonna die. I know. Then there's that cloud hanging over us. Okay. And you can, you can put you can yeah, but we're we're gonna be dressed as crime victims, or we have to be like well, Molly, Molly, Arthur, and um, and Ginny. Well, there you go. That would be cute. That would be cute. I was thinking, I'll walk around holding a toaster, so they'll know it's me. You so walk around carrying some clothes. From April in the Twitch chat are King Triton, Ursula, and Ariel, and then Wilma, Fred, and Pebbles. I think Fred is an exa- great 
you know, costume toys. You just want to see me after the other side. Yeah, that would be funny. Cool. I had a great idea, but I, I have since lost it because my brain is fried oh, no. today. Um, if you do Harry, I was thinking of her being Harry and, oh man, all right, it'll come in a minute. Go Just ahead. find a way of doing this where I'm not dead. That's, or, or soon to die. Oh, no, no, I know what it is. If you do it like that and you have her be Harry, then you need to put, you need to bring in the cursed child blanket and write on the blanket. Oh, please don't involve that. I only gave it two stars. <laughs> really? I gave it two stars. I seriously can't be doing that. Can I just say, too, I'm a Hufflepuff, so I tend to grade things less harshly than everyone else. I got Scarlet to join Facebook. Not Facebook. I already did that. I got Scarlet to join Goodreads. So I'm watching all of her book reviews coming in, and she gave cursed child one star. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, that was rough. That was rough. Trisha can't even get through the first act. She hasn't. It's 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 truly rough. It's truly rough. But uh, yeah, so we're not going to do Cursed Child. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. We can go as Voldemort, Bellatrix, and the crazy. Uh, what's her face? Oh God. Go. No, what was her name? Um. Uh, Bella. How Bella. did I already forget? What was her name? Voldemort's love child. Uh, yeah. What was the name? Like Betty, something like that. No. Oh, no some Mary Sueish name. I totally forget. How bad oh, is that? My brain is mush. Deirdre. <laughs> Oh, this is a cute one I found online. Okay. So the husband is Han hey, she Solo. Can, she can use the computer. Um, the husband is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. The wife is Leia, and the kid is Chewbacca. <laughs> it's so cute. And she does have, have a lot of hair. And they have two dogs, and one dog is Darth Vader, and the other dog is Yoda. <laughs> let's bring awesome. the let's bring the cats with us because that can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. I'm sure they would love dressing up and. I think they might have a good time doing that. So, I, I'm sorry, I had to oh. wait for the computer for a second. Mm-hmm. Are you inviting everybody in costume? Is that the deal? I don't know yet. My other thought, I, I did have another thought, was dressing Ella up as Olaf, and then we would have to be um, Anna, and I guess you'd have to be... The deer? The guy. Um, Not the deer. Her name is Delphi. Kristoff. Chris, Delphi. I'm reading a book about Del- that. Um was Kristoff the, the burly guy or the deer? No, Sven is the reindeer. I think I should go with Sven. Because <laughs> she would be Aww. cute as Olaf. She would be adorable. Well, we already have the theme going. And yeah, we've got the theme going. That would be really So I have too many ideas, but I have to narrow it down because we have to decide. Or we're going to do like Olaf with like a gonna, jagged scar on his face and a, and a... You don't know what to do. <laughs> That's it. A snowman. Yo, like. yo the ears and, you know. Whoa. This family is freaking awesome and ambitious. They did Labyrinth, and someone... Okay, the kid is David Bowie, which is awesome. Then they have the daughter as Sarah. And then the father is this awesome Ludo costume, which is crazy. Look at this. Look at this. That's awesome. That is very awesome, and if this weren't, you know, an audio medium, I think everyone would be very excited by that picture right now. We can link to it. Yeah. In the show notes, because we have those. Okay, we'll send that to Sue. Okay. Without typing. Okay. Um, okay. So 2007 of us. Is, well, you know what? When you find something that works, you just stick with it. I was actually thinking that, too. Before this, before the podcast started, we didn't have Facebook. We didn't really have social media. No. You didn't have Facebook? No, Facebook you, we joined during the podcast. Do you I mean, remember when the forum went Facebook down? Before. Oh, yeah. We had no way of communicating with each other. Or do we have to switch to Facebook? It just we came online. We did switch to Facebook, but it was just like through the Puffla page. We didn't actually have each other on Facebook very much. We weren't friends yet. 
and so, yeah, it was really weird. When I was just looking on Perfect Weekly, there's eight, like, notes we've posted over the years. One of them is, please pray for Jen, she's near death, and, you know, that worked. Um, and then there's, like, another, and then there's two of them, which is, like, the forum crashed. Everyone remain calm! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the forums. The Perfect Oh, my God, I didn't see the whole picture. Oh, God. They have a dog that looks just like the dog. In Labyrinth, and they get the puppet on top. That does look like the dog. That's incredible. (laughs) All right, that's a pretty. That is a pretty awesome. I can't. I can't really live up to this. This is okay. Well, we'll just do some dorky little thing. Or April has been just continually making a list of suggestions. What else she got? What else? Thanks, April. You need to send April this link so she can see it too before everybody else can. Danielle's gonna link to it right now. I sent um, it to Sue. Danielle, why don't you link to it on the um, Facebook page so that people can jump on and see it? Danielle can do that. We have the technology. The technology. The technology we have. Oh, I can't believe how tired I am. And all I did today was sit in and tell people about. What we do that we're mandatory reporters and with child abuse and neglect and what to do if they had a complaint about us. That, that was my whole job today was to tell them those two things. I have gout today, so I just hobbled. Did you have gout today? Do you mean I the, did. Are you Sorry. talking about just the regular Puffle page? The Puffle Facebook page. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I hobbled. I hobbled throughout the day and I feel really bad because my coworker who sits directly across from me, her boyfriend gets really terrible gout. So she, and he has it like all the time and he gets it in his knee and he can't walk and he's this big guy. So she has to help him around. So she's like, at home, I take care of my boyfriend. I come to work and now I have to take care of you and just like walk my stuff over from the printer and bring me my coffee mug because I can't grip. <laughs> so it's, it's horrifying. I feel terrible for people. But... And what have you done that you have gout again? I don't know. I actually don't know why I get gout because based on the foods I eat, I'm really not in like a prime. You shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You- Fairly healthy. Yeah, it's, it's seafood and, and very rich foods, rich meats, which I don't eat. So it's it's kind of a mystery why I get gout, but I got gout. And the, the thing was, there's a pill they give you for gout. And it breaks up the crystals, and you get the crystals in your joints, and that's what really hurts. It's like you're walking on glass, or, or there's glass between your joints, that, so they're very stiff. So there's a, there's a pill they give you that breaks down the acid, the, the, the crystals, the uric acid crystals, and uh, alleviates the pain. Well, it never really works well for me. It, it gets it like 70% of the way gone, and then I kind of plateau there. So there's a stronger pill that they give me, but the stronger pill really hurts your stomach. It's very strong, so they, they tell you, be careful with the stronger pill. So they've always given me the stronger pill, and after two days, it's usually... I'm good to go, but I, I'm very careful. I eat a lot of food with it. So I took the stronger pill last week and it like knocked me on my ass. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm getting old. I can't tolerate the stronger pill anymore. So like mm-hmm. I had to like lay on the couch. I think I took a nap, like it knocked the hell out of me. So I took the stronger pill again last Friday when I was home with Ella and I was afraid I was going to like pass out. I like put her in a padded room. I shut the door cause I'm like, I'm hanging in there trying to focus cause I got really dizzy, really wobbly. So I'm like, this is awful. I can't take the stronger pill anymore. I looked at the bottle. They gave me double the dose I normally have. Oh, oops. So I called them back. I'm like, I'm a lightweight. Mm. Like, I only take, like, one Motrin at a time because I'm afraid I'll die. Can you give me a smaller dose? So I'm now back on the correct dosage, but I was nearly killed by the strong gout pill. That's not good. No. You could be our new gen. Well, actually, speaking of new gen, we have a message from Canada Sadly, I can't make it tonight. Something came up. Hopefully, I'll be back next time. So. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the train station exploded or something, and that was a new. Well, American I gem. don't know what happened, but 
Apparently. Something. All right, so Canada broke down. Something's going down in Canada. Oh. Something's going down in Canada. So we've got some time here, so we're still planning our uh, our Halloween and, and Ella's first birthday. Her birthday party, we, we're doing great with. We're going to look at what our friends are doing for their child's first birthday, and we're just not going to do that. <laughs> that was oh, our plan. No, that makes it sound bad. Well, they had No, we massive, just don't want to have a huge, they huge had massive, party. This is Deirdre from Maryland. They had a massive party, and they were exhausted, and they had to, like, redo their backyard. And, like, it was this, it was this you know, and he was getting, you know, like a nervous stomach because of it. And he was worried about, you know, does it, if it rains, we have to get a haul and all this. And they were just panicking about the whole thing. I'm like, we're going to have grandma, grandpa, Nana, and like a muffin. And we're going to have a wonderful time as a family. I, I can't wait to see grandma, grandpa, Nana, and muffin all dressed up in costumes. I don't know if we That's can get my mother dressed up in a costume. What can we dress her up? No. Did she ever dress up for Halloween when you were a kid? No. That's that's just sad. My so, Danielle was very angry at my mother for not giving me pumpkins as a as a child. Oh, here's a good one too. Um, Danielle's having way too much fun with this. Princess Bride. Oh, Princess Bride. That one's cute because someone did Buttercup and then Wesley, and then it looks like the kid must be. I think he's a little version of. Um, oh, I can't think of the name. The giant Andre. No. Um. Inigo. Inigo uh, Montoya. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. That's a good one, too. Oh, did you ever listen to the um, Princess Pride audio? Oh, I forgot we had that. I have to listen to that. Well, tell them what it is. Can you say one? Um, so, I'm really, I'm really drawing so many blanks. My head is mush. Um, we have the audible version of the book, As You Wish, which was written by Carrie. I'm going to butcher, butcher his name. It's Carrie... Yules? Or, I don't know how to say his last name. It has a weird pronunciation. Carrie. But, who played Wesley in The Princess Bride. And, um, the audible version is fantastic from what I've listened to so far. He reads it, but there's also, um, a lot of the actors and I think also like Rob Reiner who directed, like, they, they all are in it too. So, um, we only listened to the first, what, maybe like 20 minutes of it and it was really good. So, I have to listen to the rest of I'll that. I'll have to. I have two credits. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, look it up. I think you'd enjoy it. I've read it, but I haven't listened to it. And yeah. That'll make it really... It was a really good read, though. I enjoyed it very much. I'm listening to an Audible right now, and it's very strange, because I have a friend from Rhode Island, and if you spend time with someone from Rhode Island, you realize after about 12 seconds that their accent is unique in the universe. Mm. You can always, always tell if someone is from Rhode Island or her has ever visited Rhode Island. Because once you go there, you never quite get it all off. Oh, honey. <laughs> so I'm listening to an audio book that takes place near Portland, Oregon. Woohoo! In a little seaside town called, like, Seafair. Or, it's actually a real town. I can't think of the... It's, like, within 100 miles of Portland. It starts with, I'll look it up. And Seaside? Sea, I think so. I'm going to look it up. I think it was... It might be Seaside? Seaside's where I spent most of last week. I'm going to look it up as we're talking here. But the, so the narrator of this audible is, um, the, the characters in the book is like a 29 year old, a 21 year old, and a 7 year old. And there's like a, there's someone who I believe is older than 29 doing all of the voices. <laughs> but every time he says hilarious, he says hilarious. 
And that's how they say it in Rhode Island. Well, that's how, like, our one friend says it from Rhode Island. He counts for the whole state. Okay. So I texted my friend from Rhode Island, you're ruining my audible. (laughs) And he's like, dude, I could get, like, fired any minute. I'm having an awful day. I'm like, I don't care. Well, I do. I'm very sorry. But you're ruining my audible. Aww. So I love many of the audible narrators, but I just find it funny when they're clearly from a place different than the... I sent you. I sent you a link. I think you should check out. All right, Danielle sent me a link. We're gonna check it out right here on the podcast. Oh, it says the Frozen Family. (laughs) I have several questions. So in this one, the father with I'm putting this up. This is great. Hang on, I'm putting this up on the Puffer Facebook right now because I need uh, feedback from. This would work. Oh yeah, this oh yeah, this is gonna work for sure. But he has a beard just like you. Well, here's the thing. So we have Anna, Olaf. And um, Elsa. Queen Elsa. We've got myself. You know the really, the really sad thing about all of this? The only one I actually know is Olaf. Alright, so, so Queen Elsa, the frozen one, Princess Anna, the redhead, presumably the same parents, oddly enough, and Olaf, the boy, uh, Snowball. So you have the boy and the two princesses, and you have myself, my wife, and my daughter. So this is how, so, you, you know, you kind of say, okay, who wants what part, right? This is what Danielle thinks we should do. <laughs> no, this is just what one family did, and I think it's funny. I agree with April. I think Ryan should be Anna or Elsa. <laughs> All right, we just threw it up on the Facebook. That would be, very good the beers, that would be awesome. It's up on the Facebook. Refreshing the page, and all I have is da- Oh, there it is. It's just, see, that's it. Perfect. So we've got Queen okay. Anna with the, with the beard heavily. We've got Mom as Olaf in this giant Olaf costume. You've got the little girl as, as Queen Queen Elsa. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I think it's yeah. awesome. He even has your wristbands on, Ryan. He actually see? does. No, <laughs> zoom Isn't in that there. A little creepy. No. Oh my God, he has exactly the same. Where's your phone? I want to take a picture of this. I don't have my phone. You don't have a phone. He has a, a yellow and and uh, purple wristband. And if I, we had, if we could see his other arm and it had an Apple Watch, that's then it. I think that would I, be we it. We have to do it. I think you should. That I mean, the little girl appears to be Korean, so I'm not sure if that works for Ella. But I mean, I, it, it seems. Well, to and work. mom can't see because yeah, mom can't see at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. I think you should switch the the child and the mom costumes though. I yeah, think we still have. I think Olaf. I think Ella would have to be Olaf. So I'm going yeah, as Ella. Princess Anna. <laughs> you would look really good. At it. That'd be so funny. She marries a sociopath. He's got, he's or, got an iPhone attached to him, right next to his. Wrist. No, they don't get married. I thought that was like they a dag. Well, she tries to very hard. She, she marries a guy who uh, has Whoa. fun with reindeer. Hi guys. <laughs> Where the hell did you come from? And who let you in? I'm hosting the call. I had no idea you were here. <laughs> you like totally snuck in there. No, I saw I saw Scott go online, and I was like, but I just figured because with the message, because Sue said you weren't able to make it tonight. So I was like, I, oh, maybe. I saw a message that said you couldn't make it. I don't know what I saw. Hmm. Sue is seeing things. Scott's identity has been stolen. But regardless, <laughs> welcoming to the show, we have our maybe favorite I Canadian. Trishes. I I don't know. You're, you're seeing things, Sue. Our very favorite Cana- maple flavored Canadian, Scott. Scott, how's it going tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Obviously, running late on a few things, but you know, um, my peanut butter pie that I made yesterday was well received for the potluck at work today. That's and delicious. Yay. It even has maple syrup in it, so there you go. <gasps> I, I'm so glad you can't see my face right now because the utter shock of just like half like wanting that pie right now in my mouth is just <laughs> not even. 
there's a couple of people at work who are gluten-free for various different reasons, so I came up with a recipe I could make that they could actually eat, so yay. <laughs> yay! Did you make the pudding? I tried that one. Um, neither of them really worked in my blender because it's not a food processor, but the mm-hmm. there was enough sort of soft things in the peanut butter pie anyway that I could finish the rest of it by hand. But not so much for the chocolate pudding one. So uh, that is sort of in a cap done in my fridge, and I'll have to find someone with an actual food processor so I can finish it. Mm. <laughs> or bring it out well, as a Halloween thing and pretend it's like, um, I don't know, grave dirt or something, because it's just not, um, it doesn't have the smooth texture that you're supposed to wind up with. Mm-hmm. I'm still going back to, to Sue accidentally saying that Scott wasn't coming tonight. I'm trying to think of reasons for that. I like the idea of Scott's identity being stolen. Clearly not, you know, your credit's ruined for all time, but it's funny that there's someone out there potentially going around pretending to be Scott, just trying to ruin his evening plans. Mm-hmm. I totally responded to it. It said, I'm not going to make it tonight. Something came up. I wrote, okay, I hope everything's okay. I, I and this never happened, apparently. And I don't know who I responded to now. Uh-oh. I don't know why particularly you would see this, unless you just like my various activity on things, but I said that to the D&D people because I was coming to this. Well, perhaps <laughs> they're waiting for you because... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons for us, Scott? Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, he did it because they're still waiting for him because he sent the RSVP to Sue. Well, no, <laughs> no I put that I'm, on I'm, the, the no, board Scott game cafe right. page. The thing that I actually said to Sue is, I'm on my way from work. I'll be there in 20 minutes or so. I, really I will do my best Scott impression. Sue is also very powerful. Maybe Sue just gets messages like she's like the, the admin for is life. No, because you know what happened once? I joined, the, remember the, um, the Star Trek fan film I used to watch, Hidden Frontier, like the low-quality one mm-hmm. in California? I realized they had a fan site on Facebook. Now, I, I showed Sue, like, three of the episodes. I don't think she liked them, and that was kind of it. Like, Because I, 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 you like to show Sue new things when you have new things, and that was, like, eight years before. So I joined their page, and it's one of those pages where the admin has to approve you, which presumably they would because it's a low-budget fan film from California from eight years ago. Presumably they want the traffic. And I, I joined, and five seconds later, our Sue approved me. <laughs> like, how are you an admin on their page? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you don't have to be an admin on the page. You can just approve on that page. I don't know. I think what happened was, I think Sue, there is a woman who worked on it named Sue. I think they made the wrong Sue the admin for the page, so Sue was unannounced. Like the head of a small fan. Sue just controls the entire issue, yes. and that's why it doesn't work at her house. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. All right, so Scott, okay. oh, go ahead, Bob. You've been trying to talk online. Quickly, going back to um, the the Halloween costume uh, quandary. Yes. My recommendation: I think Ella should be Ola. Danielle should be uh, Anna. And I really, really would pay good money to see Ryan dressed up as Elsa. <laughs> With the wig and everything? The wig and everything. Can I ask a question? What, <laughs> what, if, like, what if Ella is Olaf, you're like Princess Leia, and what if we do like you're a, mashing fandoms now. No, because it's not even a good deal for me, because I'm going to turn out to be like Seven of Nine, and no one needs to see this in spandex. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, wrong, wrong. It is wrong, wrong, wrong. There's been a lot of wrong, wrong, wrong this week. I don't know. Are there any Disney princes with really short hair? That's yeah. I still want to see Brian. You'd probably have no Snow White from uh, 
Snow White from Once Upon a Time has short hair. Mm-hmm. And she's playing a school teacher. Yeah, she's short hair. In the, in the real world. I'm on season two, I have no idea, but by season two, it's, um, in, in the yeah, real in, world. In the, like, 50s movie, it's like a bob, so it's not like short, short, oh, yeah. shoulder length kind of, or something. <laughs> so Moni has updated her Skype. Apparently it's pink. She says Bob sounds weird. He's like coming out of either ear every two seconds. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. I'm sure it's something to do with her. Um, no, I, uh, I was... I was streaming earlier today, and someone mentioned that it sounds like I am talking into a laptop microphone. I don't know about that, but oh well. Anyhow. But while y'all are talking, I'm getting kitten love, so. Oh. Well, our cat's asleep. Where are the other cats? Remember we had, like, three um, of them? I don't know. They were all down here at one point. Oh, Herbie's here. He's oh, sleeping on the oh, floor. Um, one night we put Ella to bed and we shut the door and we snuck away and we hid. And after like an hour, Danielle is sitting near the baby monitor and she hears from the inside of the room. Meow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ella, she get it. Get it. Out, get it. Out. I think I said something way worse than that, but I was. You did. Yeah. Poor kitties. Oh, that one's awesome. Yeah, you've got more vulgar as time has gone by. This one's awesome. Dad is Gandalf. Uh huh. That's me. Mom, I think, must be Arwen. And the little boy is Frodo. Oh, So cute. I'm re- the book I'm reading now, one of the two books I'm reading right now, it, it's kind of like a quasi-contemporary Lord of the Rings, and they make a lot of Lord of the Rings references, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. No, you're missing means. out, man. I do. I do miss out. All right, so we have about a half hour left. We have Canada. <laughs> Scott, uh, Bob's laughing. Well, Scott, Blame the other one. Canada. Blame Canada. <laughs> I did not. Scott, you gotta fill up this last half hour all by yourself. <laughs> We've talked. <laughs> so yes, uh, recap for me all the things you already talked about. Uh, Ella's having a birthday party and they're all gonna dress up somehow. Uh, I went back to work <laughs> and we have talked a little bit about that Pufwa is going to be having a 10th anniversary and I'm gonna take a second and plug this because we have some listeners that used to at least come to the forum so Hoofla is turning 10, guys. We are turning 10 in January uh, for the forums and February for the podcast. And we are planning some balls and games and just fun reminiscent stuff. So if you would like to come and help us plan, drop Sue a note at the forum. I will put you in a special room and you can help us plan. Brian is got the bit between his teeth and he's running with it. He's got all kinds of ideas. He's all excited. <laughs> But I'm excited to see him excited. So and it's fun to get everyone back together because we always joke about like on the podcast when when the when the new generation of Pufuanians were all like 15, 16, and now they're all like 24 and married, and I'm uncomfortable because they're 24 and married, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, it, it's always fun to get back together and see how everyone's doing. And like I was joking with Melinda the other day, I'm like, you realize like 10 years ago next year you were getting drunk listening to us talk about your boat. <laughs> Melinda yeah. listened to the first episode that we did mm-hmm. on her story, and she said, "You guys can criticize me. I can take it. Just Aww. don't talk about the same thing for now." <laughs> <laughs> Would it be Point of View Weekly slash Potter Pick Week? Oh God! Well, that was only because Jen and she were very, very drunk. Mm. 
Oh. Yeah, one, 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 one last, one last suggestion. Trump reminded Bob of something. Yes. One last suggestion for Maple. You guys could always go as Hillary, <laughs> Trump, and the United States. Um, no. So that's like Hillary and Trump have an affair in the United States as their love child. How does that work? I don't I know. Don't like All I know is we, who would want to be who in that? Oh, that's uh, awful. Actually, Danielle would have to be Hillary. Right uh, Trump. The, the kids would beat me in the streets <laughs> if they have any smarts. Oh, I would be always dress up as American icons or something like uh, Statue of Liberty and like uh, Ella could be the bell or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, people were trying to ring her. Yeah, you don't want that. Safety first. The the children all wanted to ring our bell. We have a bell in our bell tower at work. Uh-huh. And the children get to ring it. And the one little boy, he's just like, Teacher Sue, Teacher Sue, I want to ring it. Ring it. So I picked him up, and I, get, I he got his hands on it, and I literally let go, and he was hanging from the bell, but he didn't have enough weight to actually make it ring. Oh, that, that's very sad. So I had to ring it. But he thought that was the coolest thing ever, to listen to the bell ring today. I'm thinking I might be a pirate this year, because I figure it goes with a beard. <laughs> I, I did Jedi last year, so... I feel like we're missing something. Mario's the only costume I can wear that work that I could actually because I usually have to work Shires. on Halloween night. So mm-hmm. well, working okay. in overalls is always quite easy. There's also Star Trek, but that doesn't seem to have Star Trek. Well we could do Klingons. We could do She Vulcans. could be a dribble. <laughs> yes! <laughs> she could be triples and we could oh yeah, then that means we we have to have more of them. That she would be cute with giant ears. Well, but then she should be Yoda. Oh, there you go. You could be Harry, Ginny, and Dobby. <laughs> but Dobby died. <laughs> yeah, we have to remember what happens to these people. <laughs> wow, look at this. This, like, is, this is an expensive costume. That's no. There's Kristoff. Okay. But look at the price. Holy crap. You only got four stars out of five? I don't read books that get four stars out of five. I want the four, I want the half star. The half star means everything. Why does the price range go from, I don't know. I don't that, know. That's strange. And it's only available in two sizes, extra large and double XL. That's strange. So, that's going to be a little big for her. No, this would be for Ryan. It would be the oh, Kristoff costume. It's cute, though. I like Aww. it. She could be baby's fan. She, no, she'd have to be Olaf. Oh, yeah. Olaf. Would you be Anna? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. At least we're keeping it in the family. Ugh. What yeah. else could we do? I'm trying to think of Star Trek. We could do like, well, we could do Uhura, but then we're getting into that whole Dean Thomas and, and you know when he was white for that effect, and I just got everybody. Can't do that. You could make Herbie the spaceship. Herbie would kill me, probably, right? Well, so the cats could be triples. They could. There you go. What if we dress Ella up as a cat and dress one of the cats up as Ella? That would be ironic. What? I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box. Uh... Could all if be could... different Starfleet captains, and she could have a toupee and be Kirk. Yeah, she's got the hair. Make her Kirk. You be Janeway, and I could be Picard, and I could just wear like a bald cap <laughs> and, just, and, and tweet and tweet funny things. And that could be I could be Sir Pat Stew. Sir Pat Stew. I know that Ryan's never bald. Is not bald. But like in every like rendition of like The Sims, I've seen if people make I'm bald. Ryan. So that's why I laugh. That's why I laugh. He's like, "Oh, we're a bald cat." Well, I'm limited. I can't be Cisco because then I think that'd be inappropriate. So I'm either Picard or I'm Archer, right? 
Mm. You don't want to go. Never mind. You that. don't have to be the captain. You could be Odo. I could be. Well, oh, that's weird. Odo freaks. Jan- <laughs> Odo freaks Daniela out. I don't know how else to put this. I hope to get lucky one more time before I die, so I can't be Odo. Um, I could be the captain of the new series, Star Trek Discovery, which, based on the way they're trying to make the series, I think she's going to be a disabled lesbian, <laughs> because they're going for all the yeah. check boxes. But um. You could uh, go BSG and be Sheridan or somebody. I don't know. Oh, that one, that hurt. That one hurt right there. <laughs> oh, I talk about mixing genres. I think he meant B five. What did Maybe. he say? He said you could go BSG and be Sheridan. Oh, yeah. I didn't even catch it. I knew what he meant. Well, if you're doing uh, BSG, you could be Ty. <laughs> Total side point on my friend on my friend feed now on Facebook. There is a post from Scott into a group known as the Drop In Role Player Game Role Playing Games. And saying he can't make he can't make it, and then Sue's like, "Hope all is well." And then Scott replies, "Sue, you really should pay attention to the title of the page." You, <laughs> you guys are the thing that can't. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just flew across my screen, but I did manage to. Hopefully, let's see if this works. Whoa! What the heck is that? I did it's manage to find my triple. <laughs> <laughs> but it's scaring Jack, so I have to put it down now because he's like well, we could, freaking out. <laughs> I'm thinking here, we could do Battlestar Galactica. You could be President Roslyn. Like, I could be a Donald. No, no, no. And, and Ella could be Boxy. No. Why no. the hate? We're not doing Battlestar Galactica. Why? It has to be a fandom we both enjoy. You enjoy Battlestar Galactica. No, I don't. Why'd you watch all those episodes? Because you made me. Fair point. All right, well, no. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Did you already go over the BB-8 costume? Because that's an option. Yeah, we did talk okay. about that. Yeah. I still don't know. Hold on, wouldn't I have to be Finn to make that work? Oh, did you hear the, all the air get sucked out of the room when I said that and Bob tried to say something and then like... I was like, what? No, it, you know what it was? It was like the more... I don't know. I've only still seen it once. Did you watch it? Yeah. Because the more I kept thinking the more I kept thinking about it, I was like, so much of it bothered me. I don't know. We could all be droids, so she can be R2. We should, we should watch it again, and then we can talk. Yeah. Because I really want to know. Or, or you just, you know, we don't have too much time. But I would say you should go over all your grievances. I'm really curious to know as a... Because you're, like, one of the bigger Star Wars fans that I know. Yeah. So I'm really kind of curious to know what you didn't like about it. Okay. Well, we could we could make that a... Or we could just talk now. We got right 29 minutes to say. Okay. Um, it was just... You know what? It's all kind of little things, but I think it kind of adds up to, I don't know. I think it just borrowed a little too much from the original series in terms of like, um, that overall plot point of, you know, the massive weapon that has to get destroyed or like, Oh, you know, they're going to destroy a planet or whatever. And then, um, it's just, I feel like it was like the Empire could never think of anything new. It's like, we're going to create this massive weapon, like, again. Uh, again. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was... Have at least made it a different shape. Yeah, you know? Like, it's exciting to watch it as a movie, but I, but when I think when I got home and I started thinking about it, I was like, okay, so that wasn't very original. And then, I don't know, I... I really it was very much going for the nostalgia value, so it uh-huh. wound up being very derivative. Yeah. I really didn't like, um, and it's just me personally. I really didn't like after all these, all this time that we finally see Han and Leia and they're not together. 
Um, that was just kind of a bummer for it me. Like, I wanted to see them together, but they're, like, this estranged couple, and it's like, you know, go bring our son home, which, of course, I mean, it. I don't know. So that's not going to happen. I'm outside of the... I'm outside of the fandom, but I did see the movie. Wasn't there Wank, I forget if it was discussed here or just on, on Facebook or whatever, where Leia, instead of running to hug, Chewie runs and hugs, um, what was her face? Ray. Um, Ray. Who she hasn't met before. Mm-hmm. And it was odd that she didn't hug Chewie since they have the shared yeah. relationship with... Um, yeah, that's, that's the, you know, baton passing thing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to focus everything in on the new characters. Yeah. Or if you listen to the conspiracy theorists, it uh, means that Leia really does know who Ray is, and Ray just doesn't mm-hmm. realize that she knows who she is. So who knows? <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I really, I really did like Ray and Finn and Poe a lot. Um, they were just, I really don't like Kylo Ren at all. But really? I guess yeah. I'll have to wait and see if he becomes a better. I don't know. I guess people are telling me I'm being unfair because I don't think he. At least in this movie, for me, he wasn't a really compelling character, and he wasn't a good villain. But my friends keep telling me, well, he that's the point, is that he's still young, and he's still... like So he's not like the perfect villain yet, because he's still figuring things out. But I don't know. I also think I just wasn't really crazy about the actor. Um, that was maybe part of I just of want to ask a question here, too, because Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, these are things that people have grown up on and that they love... And that each of them is coming back in like a new iteration. Mm-hmm. Sue. Yes. What's your favorite Perfect Weekly episode? Special Edition Four. Why? Because there's bears and laughter and uh, what are those little things that bite? <laughs> yeah, it's the Yellowstone episode. It's the episode. Yeah, yeah. Jen gets bit by the scorpions. by the scorpions four times. I mean, I feel like that was just a great night that friends shared that people have enjoyed for 10 years now, almost 10 years. And if we tried to record that again tonight, even if it was like all the same, even if it happened the same way tonight, I don't think it would be as important to us because it's not this thing that we've grown up on. And I have to wonder all of the, you know, Cursed Child, the new Star, Star Trek Beyond, the new Star Wars movies, how much of this is you're looking at something that's very similar to something that you guys love, but because you haven't grown up on this, because it's brand new, because you don't, you're, you're, you know, judging it for the first time rather than having like, you know, sat with it over the decades. Is it just not able to measure up? I don't know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I think something to consider Ryan is that let's take your example of, um, of episode, special edition episode four, which is also one of my favorites. It's Bob's first episode. Right? Because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what made it. Uh, no, one of his first episodes. Actually, that's, isn't that where we get the line of Potterfic Weekly? Oh, yeah. Not only oh, education, though. It was the one where Jen was like, Ryan, you totally embarrassed me in front of Bob. You know, I was trying to show off. And blah, blah, blah. Well, Bob's still here, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, nice. Robert. Robert F. Spellcast. I apologize. Robert F. Spellcast. No, but like, if you think about this way, like, let's say today, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, guys, what we have to do, we got to do a new episode of Point of View Weekly. We haven't done one in about three months. It needs to be amazing. And what we're going to do is we're going to model it after Special Edition 4. Mm-hmm. We need to have an amazing Jen story that is on par with, you know, like the story that she told 10 years ago. So, Or then we need to have Bob come in and say a super iconic line that we'll eventually use a bazillion times over. 
in the uh, the introduction. And so it's like, I think, I totally understand where Daniel's coming from. I know that they used a ton of the same story beats. I would argue with you on Kylo Ren, however. I think... Kylo oh, yeah, it's a personal preference. It's a personal preference. Mm-hmm. I just... For me, I think he is a a villain or a hero trying to be like a, he's a villain in training or like trying to become the villain he wants to become. Mm-hmm. Or he's just a bad person trying to. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's a good person trying to be the bad guy. I don't know, I, but I think he's not. He's not paper thin like all of the pe- prequel sequel prequel sequel sequel prequels. Uh, <laughs> the prequel uh, villains were, um, yeah. So I think you're confusing. I am. I was just trying to like catch up on all the things that were being said. And well, I, like, okay. I just want to say real quick that the best prequel, the best prequel villain is the one we got not nearly enough of, which yeah. is Ironically. Darth Maul. <laughs> Let me ask this question. Why it showed up again in the cartoon series. Like, hello. That was stupid. Like, it was fantastic, but whatever. Right. The end of season two of Rebels is hands down the best Star Wars I've seen since mm. the original trilogy. I want to have would have turned well, out much better if none of the people that they killed actually were killed. <laughs> and part, see, part of what I was looking for with um with the Force Awakens too, and it's part of what I think was really, really missing from the prequel trilogy is that I wanted it to feel real, and I almost wanted it to feel like gritty. Like when you look at the original um, three movies, because they were made with models, um, there was no CGI and all that. Everything really kind of felt to me like it was real. Like, you know, you're inside these ships and they're dirty and, you know, like you're in the Millennium Falcon and you can tell the thing has been beat up and it, but it, it has like this charm to it because I don't, it's, yeah, like everything had personality. So I really wanted to, to kind of feel that way with the newer one. And on some levels, I do feel like it succeeded. I, it wasn't so, it didn't feel like those prequels, which were so CGI, it was ridiculous. Like it was just, everything felt fake in, you know, the ones that, um, that George Lucas came out with. And I think it was just, you know, it was just such a difference from the original three that I'm like, okay, everything just looks fake. Um, so I, in that sense, like, I think it kind of did succeed for me on some level. I just, there were just, like I said, it was so many little things that, that kind of bothered me as I started thinking about it. And I was like, man, what was your favorite favorite moment from that movie? Uh, Favorite moment? Um, I don't know. Well, probably honestly, yeah. <laughs> because I, I love Luke. Probably the end, because right. I want to know. <laughs> I want to see more. I want to see more Luke. <laughs> what was everyone's favorite moment from the trailer when the trailer first came out? From the trailer, yes. I have no oh, idea. It was when the Millennium Falcon came back. And was it? Oh, Chewie were home. Yeah, Chewie yeah. were home. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, Think about this. So the best moment we had from Perfect Weekly for 10 years was Jen telling a story about how she was approached by a bear, curled up in the fetal position, the bear walked off. Okay, so now we're trying to do Puffo 2.0. After two hours. After two hours. So now we're doing, and then she followed it with a camera. So now we're Puffo 2.0, we want to redo this moment, so we're going to say, alright, here's the deal. Instead of the, the bear, we're going to have Yellowstone erupt and Jen's going to be running away from the lava, and then we're going to have, you know, a subplot with the, and you try and, like, outdo that moment. I think at some point you forget that the original moment was a low-tech moment that just was a bottled moment of time that just worked on all levels, and people have loved it over the years, and that's mm-hmm. why it's important. So I feel like, especially for the new Star Trek movies, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Beyond yet, but um, Into Darkness, I thought, I 
appreciated it a little bit because I was excited to see a Star Trek movie in the theaters again. But after the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? The Klingon plot was just a, was burning money. It had nothing to do with the entire episode. And the ending of it, they tried to redo the, the, the climactic death scene of Spock with Kirk watching, more high-tech, and they used the same dialogue, and they just tried to, to repackage that same moment, you know, so many years later, and it just, it just bombed for me. And I feel like when you look at the moments people actually love from these things, it's Chewie, we're home. It's, you know, that look that Leia gives, you know, why didn't we get more of Leia with Han Solo? Why didn't we, you know, those are the things I think would have really mattered to fans, and that's kind of what we got from the first Star Trek movie, even though there was way too many scenes in beer factories and, you know, too many special effects and not enough heart. There was enough heart in there that that's why I think people love that one. And I feel like now you've got, every movie has a $250 million budget and you've got to make 500 million, you know, globally just to, to break even with, mm-hmm. after advertising. And they're going for, you know, biggest explosions and not enough of those little heart moments. And I'm wondering how much of that, yeah, and and that's true. It is the little heart moments that do it. I mean, that's that's what it is in the podcast. Um, the one with all the houses, the one that Bob and and Aaron and and Jen and you were on. Um, the, not with all the houses, the house with all the rooms. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Yeah, um, uh, Parents of Eternity. That's great. That's like a moment. And yeah, it's a hilarious episode. It's really fun to listen to, but it's because it's all spontaneous. And here's the thing. If we have a moment this week that's everyone's dying laughing, I predict no one will say that's their favorite Puffwa moment because it's so new and because it's, it's, it's not the same because it's, it hasn't aged. And I think for it to be someone's favorite moment, it has to, I think part of it that you have to factor in is you have to let it age for a while and you've got to come back and look at it later. And I think that's one of the reasons I don't think Cursed Child, 40 years from now, will be anyone's favorite J.K. Rowling work, but I feel like we're judging something that's brand new over and over again and comparing it to something that we've grown up with, mm-hmm. and it's always going to come in looking like, oh, what happened? They, they, they've lost their touch. It's not as good. Well, it's a whole different thing. But the, I, I get what you're saying, but the thing is, like, I don't know. There, there was a lot of pressure on them to get it right. On J.J. Abrams to get it right. I mean, J.J. Abrams is the one who, for you, screwed up Star Trek. I really liked Beyond. You know? Just throwing that out there. I, I we liked, haven't seen it yet. I liked, I, I liked the 2009 Star Trek because there was enough in there for me to enjoy that I ignore the rest. I could care less about the crazy Romulan dude and, and yeah. Sulu repelling down to whatever to stop the... Like, all that stuff I kind of zoned out in, in Captain mm-hmm. Pike and the, and, and, and the whole thing. I What I loved about the Star Trek movie was you saw Kirk's dad know that his son was born. You saw Kirk try and make something of himself. The moment when Spock sees Kirk again after he thinks he'll, 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 his mm-hmm. you know Vulcan's been destroyed. Spoilers. And, you know, he, he <laughs> thinks his, his, he's going to just die on this barren planet and all of a sudden he gets to, to meet Kirk again. Those moments mattered, but the rest of the movie I could give two shits about because I there was so much lens flare and, and well, shiny sets that didn't make any sense. And it's almost like what you know what I think would be really interesting. And I know that they, I know part of the filmmaking process is they eventually screen the movie to a small test audience, mm-hmm. right? And then they gauge reactions or whatever, and they see what works and what doesn't. But I don't know. Show like 
I wonder what would happen if they showed, like, the original version of what they had going to, like, a, a theater jam-packed full of hardcore Star Wars fans, and they could write down every little critique. You know what I mean? Well, what's be interesting like, is, would they would take the it. feedback? You I don't know. You liked it more once you saw it. It was after you sat on it for a few days. Yeah, well, it was after I sat on it for, like, weeks. And sometimes it goes badly. The, the original version of Star Trek Generations, um, it ended with Captain Kirk being shot in the back, and he dies. Mm-hmm. The audiences hated it. So they're like, oh, crap, we got to go back to the top of that mountain and refilm the ending of the movie. And they oh, okay, the yeah, yeah. The movie. Yeah. So yeah. actually, if you actually buy the novelization of Star Trek Generations, Kirk gets shot in the back and he dies because they already had written the book. They didn't want him shot in the back. So, like, I think they'll change little... I don't know if they've done this with Star Wars. I know they did it with Star Trek Beyond. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I think they might have... Well, no, it was. that They did Beyond, and they, who did, who's Scotty? Um, oh, um... Who plays Scotty? Simon Pegg. Simon, mm-hmm. Simon Pegg produ- did he produce? He wrote, he directed, he wrote, he wrote. wrote and produced, and whoever made the trailer for Beyond made this awful trailer that made it look like Fast and the Furious and there's motorcycles everywhere and it didn't seem like Star Trek at all and the, and the fans hated it. Not just the people who, who are non-fans who go because it looks like a good action movie, but Star Trek fans hated the thing. He even came out and said, I hated the trailer and I, I love the movie. So give it a shot. Um, but... I don't know. It's interesting to think of what Danielle just said, though, because when they screen these movies, the test screens are basically anonymous. You get invited to screen a movie, and you have no idea what it's going to be. Really? Is that how it works? That's how it works. How do you get invited? Well, remember, I'm Big Bang Theory. You're in the right place at the right time. There's also, like, lists. Okay. So... You don't know. I mean, you just know that you're screening something. You don't know what it is. So there's a real difference there of Joe Public and mm-hmm. Mega Ultra Fan. And it would be really interesting to have that theater full of fans. It's like when um, the Doctor Who movie came out and I went to the theater to see it. And I was in the theater. Where everybody in that theater was a huge Doctor Who fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were there because, you know, this is the 50th anniversary and woo, this is so exciting. And they were all dressed up. And, you know, there's a difference there of being in that atmosphere with people that truly, truly love the show. Or like going to a Harry Potter screening at midnight because you know that the people that are there at midnight are the hardcore fans. Do you think there's mm-hmm. a thing, too, when you're... No, go ahead, Bo. Here's my two cents. Two things. One, movie executives don't care what hardcore fans think. Mm-hmm. They care about what Joe mm-hmm. thinks. All right. Mainstream. Because what they're trying to do is make money. As much as they want to, you know, serve the fans, ultimately what it comes down to, the reason they make movies is to make money. Mm-hmm. So for them, it is far more important to get a random audience into that theater to check out what they think than, say, if Warner Brothers dragged all of us in to see uh, this, a screening of A Cursed Child, uh, the movie which we all know is coming someday. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to mention, and even then, like, even if uh, Lucasfilm and Disney had brought in a grouping of random fans, like, I, I consider myself a huge Star Wars fan. I love the movie. Even now, I still love the movie. So to say that, you know, I think having a group of hardcore fans, the opinions are still going to be very much, incredibly varied. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to, like, the whole, like, obviously, like, the, with Kirk getting shot in the back, you can avoid, like, the really horrible, crappy stuff, but I think on the on the nuances of, like, I don't like this part, but someone says, well, I like that part, but I don't yeah. like this part. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't really think it 
works to the advantage of the of the studios to really rely on its hardcore fans. And they can do li- they can do little stuff like they can go in and say, "Oh, the ending sucks." Okay, we're going to reshoot the ending, or we're go- like sometimes they'll do you know they'll show test audiences, "Hey, here's the pilot of this TV show." Oh, that's great, but we hate the, the father. Okay, we'll recast him for the series. Mm-hmm. So they can make substantive changes. For Once you show a test audience a movie, it's kind of like, okay, if you don't like little stuff, we can change it. But if you hate the whole story, we're kind of screwed because it's all Yeah. <laughs> so right. there's only so much they right. can do. It's true. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean there may be some, some benefits, like maybe. Yeah, I guess. A small private screening for some of the most hardcore fans. Yeah. No, I, I know, ex- I know exactly. I, I totally agree with what you said. I guess I was just thinking, um, you know, it's always going to be the more hardcore fans that are going to be able to poke holes in like a storyline and be like, well, we, well, like, I guess that's all I meant is like sometimes, you know, like you said, studios and whatever have a certain way they want to do it. And like, well, you know, we just need to appeal to everybody. And that's true. What you're um, but. For week two that this movie's out, you need positive press coverage of the movie so people will go in and see it. What you saw for Star Trek Beyond was, you know, ticket sales drop 80%. Really? They dropped very, very... It didn't make a lot of... The fans kind of liked it, but it didn't make a lot of money. So mm-hmm. if you saw a movie, if you... Hey, want to go see Star Trek? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I just saw it in the paper today. Like, you know, no one sees, is seeing it again. You know, why would we wait for it to come out? You yeah. want that. So if it comes out, fans hate Star Trek... Um, fans hate... Star Wars, Force Awakens. Keep this in mind with Beyond. You know, something like, I love both the new Star Trek films mm-hmm. that I've seen. I really want to see Beyond. It's just, for me, I just have, it wasn't like I need to go see it. Mm-hmm. And like, let's see if it, like, Ryan, you're one of the most hardcore Star, Star Wars, sorry, Star Trek fans I know. And you have yet to see it, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Well, so, I, I don't like the JJ stuff, and I'm more excited about the series, but I even have some. Some concerns about the new series that's starting next year. About the potentially what, what, like the inspiration for the first arc is going to be. Yeah. I won't lie. Over the series, it's, it's the four-year war, is my guess, because they that's why they went after Star Trek Axanar. I'm guessing it's the, the four-year Klingon war. I don't know if I'm right. I, I, I'm going to sound like an idiot right now, but something about a Romulan war establishing. Oh, okay. The uh, the neutral zone. That would be. Weird from what I heard, but that's possible. The deal with Star Trek is um, wicked fast. So the first Star Trek series took place in the 1960s, and they said it was 300 years from now. So they place it in the Star Trek timeline in the 2260s. That's when Captain Kirk had his five-year mission that we saw on TV in the 60s. Uh, There's a reference in one of the episodes to the recent four-year war. So the fans have established that there was a four-year war with the Klingons. Uh, A Star Trek fan film series recently... You know, crowdfunded for millions and millions of dollars, and they um, were making a, a movie, a fan film about the Four Year War, and they got slapped down by Paramount, and, and, and I'm sorry, by CBS, and now there's a big there was a big to do about the fan films being all restricted because of this one fan film that pissed off CBS. And, and my guess was they said um, the series takes place right before the 2260s, and it deals with an, a big event that we haven't seen yet. So everyone's kind of like, oh, they're going to do the four-year war, and that's why they've slapped down the fan film. That's interesting, because the Romulan War was like a hundred years before that. So I'm curious how they worked out, if that's the case. I really don't know. I mean, I'm excited for it, too, because, I don't know, I mean, I'm not as big of a Star Trek fan as you are, but seeing Star Trek to be more like, you know, next generation than versus uh, what we've been getting. Not, Not that I hate what Abrams has been giving us. 
Because I really, I do enjoy like the, I, uh, the Star I Wars and Star Trek. But I like the little moments where I felt like they were trying to say, "Ooh, look how big and splashy we are with special effects," and that's never been what Star Trek was. So it's like, I think the first one also was so good, or at least. Because Leonard Nimoy was in it. No, I forgave the fact. So it made it seem like the Enterprise was 15 miles long. I I disagree with that. Made no sense. But I loved that Spock was in it. I ignored everything else. I focused. You love that Leonard Nimoy was. That was all. If you just showed me that scene, I would pay to see that movie. I didn't care about anything else. As a Star Trek simpleton, Mm -hmm. I would say I thought it was cool that Spock was in it, but it's not why I enjoyed the film. See, I thought it was one of the better parts of it. I actually, what was your favorite moment, if you remember the first Star Trek movie? Like, what? My, my favorite, well, my favorite part, I enjoyed it about it, was the climax of the, of the film with everything going on with all the action and all that stuff. I couldn't even, I think I zoned out of that. I remember. I that, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. the difference between me as a, as a Star Wars fan and you as a Star Trek fan is that, you know, that's why I was. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like, I love, like, old school Star Trek. Just yeah. my cup of tea is more Star Wars. Now, if, in, the, in the new Star Wars movie, if we could give you this, you know, CGI space battle, or we could give you a scene with Princess Leia and Han Solo in a room with Chewie for five minutes, what do you think would hold your attention more? You're going to call bullshit on me, but I'd say both. Okay. I mean, that's... <laughs> it, it, depends, it depends for me personally. I think it depends on the context of the battle. Like, if it's all of a sudden just battle in your like the beginning of episode three, like battle in your face, you don't know what the hell's going on, yeah. but there's lasers, folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I then would probably say, you're right, I would say the, the five minute conversation between the Blade and Rian Hong. Yeah. But, like, if it is the climax of the story, if everything in the story has been leading up to said battle, there are stakes on the line, then yeah, I would say that it would be equal. As long as it's, right. as long as it has served, the battle would serve a purpose in the narrative. Well, it, whereas on Star Trek, um, I'm thinking, okay, we're having the battle between, like, the evil admiral in Earth orbit, and no one will know he's evil because no one on Earth has a telescope and can be like, hey, why is that admiral beating up the Enterprise? And then the ship crashes into San Francisco because apparently they didn't have brakes or something. And it's like, it, it didn't really resonate because it didn't ha- make a lot of sense. And then Kirk dies because they reread the script from from uh, The Wrath of Khan, but then there was... Toll side point. Yeah. I apologize. I remember taking issue with that part in the movie and I, in a review, and I remember you guys, I want to say you guys scoffed at me, which I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm realizing I, I'm eating crow a little bit because <laughs> the reason I hated the second Star Trek film is the reason why I kind of loved I thought you said you liked this. I thought you said you liked the second Star Trek film. I did. I'm just saying, but my biggest gripe with it okay. was what you hated the most of the movie you liked. Okay. Yes, was that it regurgitated, or I think I've ever said, like, re-vomiting up, you know, yeah. the same story beats. But ironically enough, you know, that's the part I love fonding, fond, fondling, fond, oh my god. Well, this fondling <laughs> Is that what you are trying to say? That's what you liked about uh, Episode 212, Bob Yeah, see, I guess that's maybe part of it, maybe that's part of it for me, is that, like, yeah, like, Ryan doesn't, really doesn't like the new reboot of Star Star Trek, especially the second one, Into Darkness, because it's just a kind of a not nearly as good rehashing of Khan as, you know, the original. And I guess in some ways that's kind of how I felt. I felt like it was a rehashing a bit, but it just didn't live up to, I don't know, yeah. for me. But I didn't, I, I don't know. Job it's a tough, yeah, it is. If 
with both of those that we got, it's kind of like, really, you're rehashing so much, couldn't you go your own way and do something new? But if he'd gone and done something completely new, it's like, hey, what's all this stuff that doesn't feel like I Star know. Wars Star Trek? I know. It could be any action movie. I, so, was discuss- I, I was discussing with someone the other day um, why I don't like Fear the Walking Dead. And the reason I gave was I showed Danielle the beginning of Jericho, the TV series Jericho, and the TV series on the CW iZombie. Mm-hmm. And the first episode of Jericho is the, the you know the, the lost son, the wayward son, comes home to the small town he grew up in. He sees his girlfriend who he broke up with years ago. Now she's living with someone she's engaged to marry. She goes, he goes back to the family house. The older brother who never left is like you know the model son, and and dad and he you know aren't getting along well. You know the son who just came back, and the mother is slipping money in his pocket because you know you, you've always been my favorite, even though you're a handful. It's it read like an ABC Family drama. And five minutes after that, nuclear bombs go off all over the United States, and it's this dystopian action series. I would have watched the original because I liked all the characters. I thought they all had heart. In the event that those bombs hadn't gone off, I thought they also could have had a series on ABC Family. Mm-hmm. And like kind of the same with iZombie. It looked like it was a show about this woman who was trying to make this a doctor. It turned out to be a zombie thing. I would not have watched Fear the Walking Dead because the first episode, the characters were so terrible and so boring and so bland that if that zombie apocalypse hadn't happened, I would not have wanted to watch them every week. And I still don't, even though the zombie apocalypse happened, I still couldn't do it. So when I look at, like, the Star Trek reboot, the original characters are popular because they all had heart and they were written in such a way that you felt for them and you wanted to watch them on TV every week. And because they were so endearing, 30 years later, we're still watching them in movies, we're rebooting them because we still want to watch them after the actors are too old to play them and pass away. Like, I feel like watching these new Star Trek movies, they're just regurgitating the the nostalgia factor or they're repeating lines from the original movies. There's nothing about, like, when I watch a, a TV series with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto playing Kirk and Spock, they haven't done enough yet to make me want to watch them. All they're doing is just kind of rehashing the original, does that make sense? It's like they're, there's but nothing. But it's tough because they're not, that's the point, is that yeah. they're movies. They're not, it's not a television Rathacon series. Rathacon was, was meaningful, though. And I, I but they have the that, entire original series yeah. that you've watched. You know what I mean? So they, they've had character development but for, you know, like, throughout the entire series and all the movies. So but you love the Goonies, and mm-hmm. that, that was they just existed in this two-hour yeah. period. You loved The Breakfast Club. You loved The American President. You loved characters who we only got to see for two hours, and you loved them. I've never seen these characters for four, six hours, and and I don't care because they're just reminding me how much but I do you love think it's be- Yeah, but that's the thing. You have something to compare it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to compare the Goonies to. There's just the Goonies. But what if they did such a good job being Kirk and Spock and they brought Well, I thought original. Zachary Quinto was really but what's the original really good as Spock. Yeah, but that's the thing. They, they've done... He honestly has done a good job, but it's like they need to go out and do a Star Trek that's just... Maybe Beyond was that and I haven't seen it, but I feel like they need to go out and prove that they are the future of Star Trek and they're not just reminding old guys why they, why they love Star Trek in the 60s and why they're not proving to new guys why action is great. Yeah. You know, because they have a great special effects budget. I feel like that's the thing. Whereas I feel like, uh, you know, Star Wars, they're, they're, they're doing a lot of the same stuff the original Star Wars did. You know, you're having those action scenes. You're having those meaningful character moments. I feel like Star Trek didn't do that as well. I didn't get a lot of meaningful character moments that didn't involve the original. Um, one of the articles I read, oh, no, I 
feel like I might have brought this up on a podcast before, but I'm not sure. Uh, but somebody saying that they think one of the reasons Wrath of Khan is such a good movie is that they had a terrible budget, and so they were forced mm-hmm. to do everything yes. uh, very minimal and rely on the actors, and they basically made a submarine movie in space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And that was exactly it. It was such a good movie. And it, yeah, it had, I think, a $20 million budget, which adjusted was probably a lot today, but it, it was, it was wonderful. And I, I, I feel like that's part of the, the problem today. Some of the best TNG episodes, one of the, the, the top five, um, had no budget. It was a courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd never see a courtroom drama movie. And I understand that, but I think that's the thing. We had the basis from those characters. So when you see them in action, you know, they're the guy who also does the great courtroom scene. And, we're missing that. Well, aren't you, Ryan, aren't you the one that says that you would rather just have a really good scene in the elevator? Yes. Mm-hmm. Best scene from Babylon 5, or BSG, as, as Scott would call it, the best scene from Babylon 5 took place in, a, in an <laughs> elevator. Who's clicking every three seconds? I'm on the clicking. It's the three seconds. There is. There is. Every four seconds, there's a click. I don't know. It's... it's Scott, are you shifting through pages? Because usually Maybe. we can hear your 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 mouse clicks. It's all good. It's not Aww. like anyone's typing like... <laughs> well, then it's like when I also, when I type and then I have to get a new paragraph, it's like... <laughs> and then I start typing again. Ryan's yeah. a very loud typer when he gets going. All right, I have figured yeah, out... Very I have figured loud. out my Apple Watch, too, by the way. Um, they You've been playing with your Apple Watch. Well, know what they did? Bob's like, oh great! They came out with a feature when the Apple Watch came out called um, Digital Touch, and it was a way you could send like your heartbeat to another Apple Watch user. You could send like a little smiley. And now they've that's just weird. Well, they've broadened it now to all right. devices because not enough people bought the Apple Watches, so I don't know how to use them. So I'm sending my heartbeat to my boss, and it's it's, it's really like weird. It's I don't weird. get it. So I'm going to do that right now. So I'm sending to Bob my heartbeat. I just text, I just texted my heartbeat to Bob. I want to see what Bob gets on the other end of this. Ooh, <laughs> I was hey. trying to charge on the other side of the room, so I don't know. I, I have an app for you and Danielle. There's an app for that. Ella, Ella's probably not quite old enough. Probably not. But there's there's really cool app. It's called Vroom. V R O O M. Okay. Capital letters. Yep. And it has ideas of things to do with your child. Oh, okay. So, when you're like stuck in the house and you're pulling out your hair because you can't get out, what the hell you. is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's my heartbeat. Love you, Biffle. Did you get it? Yeah. You might want to go see a doctor, man. <laughs> what is it? How does it show up? It shows up like it's this pink heart with like waves coming off of it. <laughs> and, Dude. Like, like one side of the heart is like wavier than the other, so it looks like you have like a heart murmur. He has sent me like so many of these things. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to works. do with them. Hold on. I can if I hold it down. Hold on. I'm sending. I, th- I hope that was Bob. <laughs> That's the thing too. Oh, no, I sent that one to Danielle. Sorry. Hold on. I'm gonna send Bob. Oh wait. I'm sending you what appears to be a wormhole of some kind. See. I would more this than likely show this This is how you know that Ryan yeah. loves you. He sends you his heartbeat. And I'm also going to tap Bob. Um, that oh, just sounds Bob. dirty. Well, as dirty as the thing you said the other yeah. day by accident. What? When I told you I had a book for you to read. I don't even remember what I said. All right. I, what, what, what is this? The second one's a wormhole. The third one is me tapping you. Do you What's feel tapped? Wormhole? I don't know. Is your, your heart? 
No, that's, that's you really go see a doctor. That's not the part. But the other one is supposed to be if you have the watch. If I tap my watch, it like taps your wrist to let you know I'm, I'm contacting you. So I don't know if it funks in the order that I funked it. No, it literally just shows me a picture of purple rings. It just shows the rings. Yeah, that doesn't help yeah. as much. Though I'm wondering if because you you need to buy the Apple Watch. No, I read a, I read a book recently, yeah, and I recommended it to Danielle because it was very funny. But I said I want to warn you. There's 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 butt sex in this book, and you know I don't want you to be alarmed. And Danielle's response was, "Bring on the butt sex." Did I say that? You I did. didn't say that. You did. You said that. I don't think I said that. What did you think you said? I said, I don't know. Whatever. And with this awkward marital moment. Yeah, this is so awkward. (sighs) Anyway, so I hate to be that guy, but we are currently seven minutes over our time. Uh, Some of us have to go wash six dozen eggs before they go to bed. Oh, goodness. I also need to. I am quite starved. Is there anything else we need to want, need or want to discuss before we go into obscurity for yet probably another couple more months? <laughs> I missed you guys point so view, much. Point of view uh, quarterly. I, I have something very important to add as we close. Oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Stop sending me. Don't send me a picture of no. uh, people's buttholes. No. Uh, Danielle gave the butt sex four stars. That's all I'm going to say. Check good reads. What? Oh my god. It's a book, Bob. It's a book. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I was. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I was like, I, wait, what? That's a scene in this one. I'm so. Oh, god. It's a book. There's all sorts of great intro clips in this episode. <laughs> I'm about to get a lot more Goodreads friends, I can tell. <laughs> Um, All I know is uh, you know that it, do you remember at the beginning of this you said maybe I should hit the NC seventeen filter? I'm thinking you should have. Yeah, I should have. I luckily I've been paying attention <laughs> to the chat and seeing who's been in chat. Luckily, no one, only Racif has kind of been popping in and out, never saying hi. So uh, I think I, I think I'm okay. I hope. I oh this my god! Sucks. Oh dear. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Um, from all of us here at the part of, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. Uh, be sure to check out our Facebook page as to be when the next time we will be podcasting. Hopefully we'll give you more than a two hours uh, notice than we continually seem to do every single time. Uh, thank you, April, in the chat, uh, the Twitch chat. I know there's a couple of people in the Skype chat as well. Um, Thank you yeah, guys for hanging out with us today. It's greatly appreciated. Um, We've had Rachel back. We haven't seen Rachel in a while, so Rachel, that was fun. Skype chat, yeah, no, definitely. And, and definitely. Rachel and, and Mooney both want to be in on the topic when uh, Ryan and Danielle watch the new Gilmore Girls. So. Yes. Oh, yes, that is true. Also, <laughs> Luke Cage came out today, I heard, or something to that effect. Or, Who what, huh? Luke, Luke Cage. It's the next That's major so little uh, game. Ryan it's another Mar- Marvel hero thing. <laughs> Ryan wrote to me with his heartbeat, I'm guessing, BFF. I want to see if I can send, send words. Yeah, you can send BFF. All right. And I'm nervous about the Gilmore Girls thing. All right, we're not, we're not getting into this now. That, oh, right. We'll save no, that for next time. It's bedtime. All right. All right, and with that, let's end this episode. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. From all of us at the Potterfit Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Ryan. I've been Danielle. I've been Scott. And I'm Sue. And we'll catch you guys next time on Point of View. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Danielle yawned as she was going. I know, that was awkward. (laughs) I'm like, ah!
Me and Sue are the only ones in present tense. Yes. All right. Thank so. you, live stream. Uh, gender split. Thank you, live stream. Go ahead and kill the live stream. Have a fantastic evening. Bye. Jack, come here, honey. Oh, now I need to switch. Just go to bed myself. Jack, Jack's trying to get off the bed, and he's going, um, this is really high. I don't think I can get down. And Alex is now next yeah. to me, and he's afraid of coming over to Alex. So he's, he's sitting there compl- contemplating how he's going to get off my bed. He's so cute, my little Jack. Yeah, I found some new kids to have fun with. Oh, so apparently this thing on my watch, um, if you get... <laughs> Oh, that's 10. It works on that, too. That's cool. Okay. Um, what was I doing? Walking out of people plays. Oh, All that good fun stuff. Mm-hmm.